And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Release Podcast. This is your host, Brother Don, and my lovely co-host. Lady T is in the building. Lady T is in the building. We hope and pray that you guys enjoyed our episode three. Um, that was one of our best ones. What you think, Moke? I think it was definitely a favorite of ours. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, so today, we're going to do things a little bit different. Um, our episode is dedicated to mental health. And this episode will actually be released on Mental Health Day. And I'm going to let Moo take over. So we have shared our stories kind of how we started this journey. And mental health played a huge part in it. So it would be remiss <clears throat> of us to not do a segment solely on mental health. And we have the pleasure of having guests this week which mm-hmm. will be our first time having guests on the podcast yes it is so brother don is going to tell you who we have with us okay we have my brothers my friends um these young men um i've watched from afar i love what they're doing they are um one is a husband Family man, um, a pastor. The other one is a pastor as well. Not a husband. <laughs> He's not a husband yet. <laughs> oh, but we waiting on it. We waiting. <laughs> um, we have Pastor Jason Mosley yep. and Pastor Michael Evans. What's going on? So, how you guys doing today? Doing well. I'm excited. Um, like really excited, especially you saying like we're your first guest, like. That's pretty live, so thank you. I feel honored. honored. Wow. I feel honored. It's actually crazy. Before we even thought about this segment, when we first were creating this podcast, you guys are actually the first people that we said we were going to have on. Mm -hmm. That is so dope. I feel so privileged. (laughs) Don't you feel privileged? I'm telling everybody. No doubt. I'm not keeping it to myself. I I hope you don't, because we're guests. What's up? We gotta support Don, you know. Not just Don, this Lady, this Lady T. T. And Lady T. Can't Sorry, forget Lady about T. the missus. Come Lady on, T. now. Lady T. Come on. Yes. Oh, Don't do T. it like that. Don't do it like that. Um, yeah, we talking about the mind. Forget Listen, mind is gone. My mind. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get into the questions, um, just tell us a little bit more about you guys. We can start with the with the young one first. My young one. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Only by a year. Fresh. Only by a year. You're still young. <sighs> Hello, everyone. My <laughs> name is Michael Evans, and I am the CEO and founder of Divide of Mind Counseling Services, LLC. I uh, started the private practice about uh, over a year ago. And, yeah, it's been that long. It's been wow. over a year. And, um really been doing things myself for the majority and recently I you know have had the honor and privilege of you know bringing my dear friend on board to really do my job um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I guess we'll tell that story later I mean well I don't want to introduce you because it's not my job to introduce you okay just I like it. introductions you like be my second one of, of the evening this <laughs> <laughs> All right, so before I 
uh, introduce Jason again. <laughs> well, me and him are personal friends. We've known each other, you know, most of our lives. Mm-hmm. And we went to the same school, Ashland Theological Seminary. Both graduated with a Master of Clinical Counseling. He's the reason that I joined uh, the Testify. Master's program. <laughs> He's the reason that I joined the master's program. And um, recently, you know, I prayed about it and we've discussed it and, you know, brought him on as, and that's when you come The in. president is here. Um, <laughs> man, I'm really grateful uh, just to be a part of something um, exclusive, um, a part of something um, ran by black men. Um, and that um, challenges uh, or goes against um, mental instability. Um, I believe that it is necessary, um, I don't care what you're doing, to make sure your mind is right, make sure that your head is good. If your head ain't good, you know, nothing else seems to go right. So um, I believe that that is the trajectory that we're on, the path that we're on to make sure that the mind is divine. And this is why he's the president, because he's the technical one. You see how serious he gets? <laughs> Just be using all these words. And Something about it. Thank you, president. We excited, Dom. And we give God praise. Man, I'm happy that you guys are here, me and Lady T. Um, so we do have questions just to pick you guys' brain. Oh, wait, wait. Before we get to the questions, I think we should tell them what the title is. You right. I forgot. The title. That's the headliner. See, see, it's been a minute. See, it's about to go down. Okay, so the title of this podcast is, um, Yes, I'm a Christian, but I also need therapy. Hey. Big facts. Love it. That's dope, and that's real. Love it. So, actually, we can... Start with that, um, because we are Christians, mm-hmm. and you guys are counselors. How does that dynamic work? Uh, CEO. <laughs> All right. So, um, personally, uh, I've I'm someone who needed therapy very early on. Um, I've dealt with my own mental illnesses and my own mental instabilities. When I was a teenager, uh, you know, I tried to take my own life and I was really doubting myself and my self-worth and value. And I went to the church because that's where I was born in. That's where I was taught to go for answers. Went to the church for answers and they could not give me a particular, you know, helpful answer. It was just, mm-hmm. you know, read Philippians 4.13 and call it a day and say a prayer. But that wasn't something that actually did more harm than good on my part. And, you know, I start looking out <coughs> into therapy and into clinical help, which is the reason, the, the actually the foundation of Divine Mind Counseling Services. I started it because I wanted to be the change that I wanted to see. So being a Christian, you know, uh, we go through spiritual battles. Uh, we go through spiritual, mental, and emotional battles that sometimes, you know, prayer alone uh, won't solve. And I do believe that prayer works. I do believe that uh, prayer is powerful. But I also believe that God has gifted us with uh, clinical practices and therapeutic methods to help us 
uh, with our mental instabilities and mental illness. So I do believe as a Christian, uh, having therapy helps. God gifted us with medicine. Uh, God gifted us with all kinds of uh, therapies and therapeutics and doctors. Therefore, I do believe that you can use God's blessing in therapy as well as be a Christian, go to church and pray and have faith. Link. Uh, I, I believe, you know, um, when you uh, need your car fixed on, you go to the mechanic. Um, when you, when you uh, need help with your money, you go to somebody uh, who's good in finances. When you need something um, in, in the spirit realm, more often than not, you go to the preacher. Mm-hmm. Well, why not do something when it comes to your mental instability? Go to somebody who's actually trained uh, for that uh, particular uh, moment in time. I do not believe that you're less of a Christian, uh, that you're less of a child of God uh, because you seek therapy. Matter of fact, I think it makes you honest and uh, makes you know where you are. And uh, as a result, you you push forward. Uh, the Bible says this is, you know, talking about being a Christian, right? The Bible says in First John uh, 2, it says, Beloved, I wish above all things that you will prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. One of the issues with the church today is that while our souls are prospering, quote unquote, everything else is messed up. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I don't believe that uh, leads um, to balance uh, as a child of God. Um, I I think it leads to uh, more issues uh, because after I've shouted, uh, I'm still going back to certain things that got me depressed Absolutely. and dealing with anxiety and stressed out and everything like that. And that doesn't mean I haven't received my release. Right. It's just that after my release is done, after my after I come down off of my high, I still got to deal with reality. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so I believe uh, that is necessary. And I got one more. I had a few, but I, I just got one more because it's just, you know, uh, amazing uh, how the Bible, you know, brings it all together, and uh, I don't think I'll do damage to it. Proverbs eleven fourteen says, "Where there is no guidance, a people falls, but in an abundance of counselors, there is safety." Listen, I, I just believe, um, without just taking it uh, out of context, I, I just believe that God puts the right individuals in place. Absolutely. Yes. For many areas and seasons of our lives. And therapists are one of them. And I, I, I believe we need them, absolutely. even as Christians. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like that's big facts. Like, y'all literally answered one of the main questions that I had. Because I remember the first time I started my therapy journey. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was at church. And I remember one of the guys saying, like, you're a Christian. You mm-hmm. have Jesus. You don't need therapists. And I'm like... If God gave somebody the gift right. to be able to tap into whatever I have going on and help me come to realization of it, why would I not utilize that? Right. If that's the case, when I'm sick, then I'm going to say, no, nah, it's all right. I'm going to stay Hello. at home and figure it out myself. Exactly. Exactly. That ki- That's a pet peeve of mine. Uh, the fact that, you know, we, you know, we say if you have high blood pressure, go to the doctor, take your medicine. If you have diabetes, go to the doctor, take your medicine. If you get into a car accident. Go to the ER and see what the doctor has to say. It's only when something happens that we cannot see, uh, like mental illness. Many right. times we don't physically see it. And because of that, we tend to 
uh, and Jay, I want to take Jason's word because he used this last week. <clears throat> we tend to over church it. I hope that wasn't in your notes, brother. No, that, no. Okay, <laughs> God bless Not you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we tend to over church it. We tend to, and, and the question was, do we over spiritualize it? And, and I think we can really do so much harm to people by denying them services and assistance with their mental uh, capacities. Uh, we will never tell a senior, stop taking your medicine. Right. And, you know, because we know it will do more harm than good. We'll never tell someone who's on dialysis, <coughs> uh, stop going to dialysis and have faith. We, we will never say that. Uh, but it's only when it comes to someone who need, who requests therapy or someone who's gone through traumatic experiences where we say have faith and, and just pray and that should do good. And maybe I'm taking this too far. But if, if in fact, therapy is anti-God, where does the preacher come in at? And I ask that because we go to church for specific reasons. Right. Absolutely. And right. we desire for the preacher to speak to certain uh, uh, instances. I'm a preacher and a therapist. Absolutely. And um, I, I got this thing, um, and I, I just I follow this. I can't pastor you and provide therapy at the same time. Pastoral counseling is not therapy. And I go back to 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 being properly trained. Half the time, not throwing stones, but half the time the preacher ain't properly trained. Exactly. You understand what I'm saying? So so if 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 you mishandling the Bible, I know you're gonna mishandle therapy. Okay. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? And so we we have to get to this concrete understanding that we're not dismissing God at all. Matter of fact, we're, 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 we're allowing those he has gifted to work with us. And as a result, um, we, we get back on that. Let me be old school. That street called straight. Pray my strength in the Lord. Pray. Man. But I think you mentioned something about, when people are sick, we tell them to go to the doctor and take their medications. And I think that brings up another issue um, is that a lot of times in all our culture, the black culture, we don't even go to regular doctors. So, of course, when mental health come up, they like, ah, don't tell nobody that. My like, Lord. I think that's such a big thing, especially with this generation that's <laughs> coming. They're a lot more open with uh-uh, something not right. Mm -hmm. I need right. to go figure right. this out. And then you have a whole other spectrum of, no, nah, don't tell nobody right. you're going through that. And right. it's like, how do we overcome that? I, I believe in this generation, it, this generation has really turned things around when it comes to stigma of, of medical True. resources. True. Uh, we no longer live in a day where majority of black men are ashamed to go to the doctor. Or, you know, my grandfather wouldn't go to the doctor because it was embarrassing for him. Right. And, and, you know, there's always been that stigma in our in our culture uh, because of, you know, historical malpractices, mm -hmm. uh, the Tuskegee, the, uh, the syphilis experiments mm -hmm. on our black men. And we see, you know, the overcharge of health care in right. the black communities. So there, there's rightfully a stigma there when it comes to a mistrust of the medical facilities. Mm -hmm. However... Um, I do believe that this generation is really uh, just really minimizing that stigma in terms of, listen, we need help and we have resources to get that help. And I thank God for, you know, young adults and millennials and Gen Z 
that are really putting the effort in to minimize that stigma. Right. You talk about trust, though, man. I, I think that that's a huge thing because, and I, I think that's why we, we're doing what we're doing. We're, we're church leaders, right? Yeah. Um, but we're also therapists uh, slash counselors, whichever one you want to use. Interchangeable. Uh, we we, we want to bring trust back to the church. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I, I think that that is absolutely big because a lot of people trust their therapist before they trust their pastor. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and we we gotta we gotta wonder why well some people wonder why and we think that it's a, again it's a dismissal of god oftentimes it's not a dismissal of god more so it's a dismissal of his representatives because of mm. bad misrepresentation you understand what i'm saying yeah. you're talking and so we we gotta get to a point where you know we're 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 freeing people right and not keeping them bound Makes sense. That's yeah, good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Makes yes, perfect sir. sense. Um, okay, so we're going to take a different route because Mookie goes to counseling. You guys are counselors. I'm the only one that doesn't do anything as far mm-hmm. as go or do. I guess my... The reason why I feel as though I don't necessarily need a counsel, a therapy, mm-hmm. or a therapist, is because I know me, mm-hmm. mm. and because I know me, and because of the issues that I've dealt with, um, or issues that I faced, I've dealt with them with the issues at hand when I got older. So, because <clears throat> me and Kirsten had this conversation last night. Mm-hmm. And it was just this, it wasn't a debate, mm-hmm. but we just had this intense. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's a good way to put it. Now. Yeah, it was an it intense was, conversation. It was a tense conversation <laughs> because like she has her perspective, I have mine. Uh huh. So, what do you do or what do you say to someone that has, you know, the mindset that I have? It's feel as though, like, man, I don't need therapy because I know who I am. I'll say this, and this is really contradicting my business model. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Think I, about it first. I thought about All it. Right, while, good, while, while good, he was talking good. about I thought about it. All right. I am someone who believes that every everyone does not need clinical therapy. I, I don't believe every single human being on, on earth needs clinical therapy. However, I do believe that there are certain methods that you can use for therapy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, in your case, uh, you know you don't you feel that you don't need to go to therapy because you know yourself. Now, as a rebuttal to that, you can know yourself all you want. However, um, sometimes we need uh, someone outside of ourselves mm-hmm. to kind of point out things that we can't see. Big for fact. instance, and I use this example: you on the football field, and a good quarterback cannot see the entire field. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He has an offensive coordinator that sits on top of the arena to look down. Use your illustrations, Doc. You used it first, though. (laughs) (laughs) You have an offensive coordinator to look down on the field to see the whole field. Now, the quarterback, Tom Bray, I use him because he's a GOAT. Greatest quarterback, but he can't see the whole field. Mm -hmm. He needs someone in his ear 
to call out the play, to call out the blitz. And that's sometimes what we all need. We sometimes need someone outside of ourselves to see the whole field. Now, a therapist is not there to fix your problems. And I want to put that there. Mm -hmm. A therapist's job is never to do the fixing. It is to provide a different perspective on how you can fix certain things in your own life. So uh, I'm never going to tell you that you need to do this Mm -hmm. because that goes against what a therapist should stand for. We don't give advice. No, we don't give advice, but we do give alternatives. Uh, So I'm not going to tell you how to fix, I mean, what to do to fix it. I am going to give you options that you can use to certain fixer situations if you feel that you have certain situations to address. Now, if you don't want to go to a one-on-one counselor, there's plenty of different therapies that you can Mm -hmm. use that doesn't involve necessarily you sitting on a couch or you sitting across from someone and talking to them about your problems. You have, uh, you know, music therapy. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can, you know, you can have physical therapy. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying like Mm -hmm. physical therapy, like go to the hospital, but exercise is a therapy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dieting is a therapy. So there are several different therapies that you can use if you do not feel comfortable enough to talk to someone else about your issues or about your traumas or whatever have you. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think I think black people make up their own therapy. We yeah. do <coughs> to be drooping. No, we, we do for sure. You know, but I think I I don't know, and maybe you can help me. Is there a stigma there? No, it's it's no stigma at all. It mm-hmm. was just I was able to recognize the issues gotcha. of growing up, and I was able to address mm-hmm. and and deal with them, whether it was internally or going to that individual and say, hey. This is why the way that I am because of X, Y, and Z that happened. Now that's 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 very big because especially uh, dealing with things from childhood up, you know, because a lot of people not honest, especially when we talk about culture. A lot of us are not honest with the things that we've experienced, and that that that's from abuse, whether it's physical, sexual, emotional, and all that other stuff. We, as Lady T said, we keep stuff bottled up. You know, and, and we, don't, we don't want nobody, you know, whatever goes on in this house stays in this house. That mm-hmm. has killed us. That is literally, that. Ooh, you know I what I'm saying? That has killed us. Literally. But I think it's big uh, for you to say that, hey, I've, I, I know where I've come from and I know how to handle it without masking it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And then, I mean, you, you are a prime example of somebody, excuse me, of somebody to help somebody else along the way if they don't desire to go to you know an actual therapist i mean and i think that uh number one you're honest and transparent with yourself most people aren't uh but also i think therapy would have to be included if you know you just say you know this is why i am the way i am if the way that you are becomes problematic right for you and for the marriage and for your family etc so if it was problematic then there needs to be some some engagement. sort of engagement right. or therapy there now you can honestly you're you're honest enough and you're transparent enough to where you know what needs fixing if you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. so as long as you're transparent enough and honest enough and open to do that then you should be fine but once when it becomes an issue or if mm-hmm. if it becomes an issue then there needs to be some involvement or engagement with, uh, quote unquote, the offensive coordinator or the counselor. Yeah. I want to use that all night. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> I think I'm on the other side of the spectrum where it's like, 
I know who I am, but when it comes to the coping mechanisms, I chose mm. more of the toxic route, and it mm. may not have been toxic physically, but mentally it was. So I know my therapist gives me a lot of tips for success so that I can go the route that I want to go. So mm-hmm. like every time me and her have a session, it's homework that follows. Yeah. Absolutely. Because it's like, no, we need to make sure. And she's on me like, this is something you said you wanted to achieve. So <laughs> what, what's really the issue? So if she she knows when to like lay off. Is she off. black? She is. I love That's how I like it. She has to be saying that. Yeah, she has. Yeah, she, she, she don't play no games with me. I love me. that. But we, you know, we... We dig into things that I probably wouldn't have paid because I'm one of those people that suppress. Mm-hmm. So I don't know until it's brought up. Like like you said, she gives me the other perspective mm-hmm. that someone that I probably wouldn't have had. So she can see the bigger feel. And she actually was one of the people who was like, you realize you date people that are unavailable because you're unavailable. And I was sitting there like, mm-hmm. no, this lady didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but then I sat there like, Okay, this lady helping me see some stuff about myself that I know, but I didn't necessarily dive into. And I know, like, it's one of those things that I want to be set up for success. Not just, like, right now I'm in a good space, but I want to deal with things so that my future children don't have to deal with the toxic of my past. That's (laughs) me. That that is me. Um, I, I don't want my children to grow up in a toxic situation you know um does that mean that life is just always hunky-dory i'm not saying that um but um i I want them to see or to be able to see good fruit right and 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 proper productivity um i'll be honest can i can i take a dive here um that's why i'm still married today because i wanted my kids to see something different now, um, we, we, and she don't mind me telling the story. Oh, okay. Usually we, no, usually, <laughs> usually when you give a testimony, that means that the test is over. Yeah. Chances are you don't give a testimony if it ain't over. Okay. So, so, sure. so, so, um, wait, wait. uh, we, 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 we thank God, <laughs> we thank God that, um, uh, the trauma that we both have experienced, it, it made us clash in our marriage, like for real, especially, in the beginning years, and uh, I think, you know, I was 21, she was 22, and um, we had to literally grow together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and our our job, uh, especially after uh, kids started coming, was like, hey, we go either do this, or, I, and we said that in the hospital, um, my, my baby was about to be born, and we like, look, we either gonna do this or we not. But whatever way, whatever decision we make, it's going to affect what comes next. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, I, by the grace of God, uh, I love that lady. Like, for real, for real. That woman, excuse me. Talk, <laughs> sir. Lady. And, um, you know, but it, it's because of the fruit. And, and hopefully I'm not going too far, but that's why I became a counselor. Because mm-hmm. I know when I, when I got married, li- hear me and hear me good. Premarital, if you can, I, you know, handle it. Do it, right? But get you somebody that's not gonna tell you just all this good stuff. Okay. That 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 you you know, I, of course your your first year chances are your first year is gonna be the best year, right? But what what about what comes next? Right. You know what I'm saying? That second year was a doozy, and our marriage counseling did not help. Yeah. 
because I, I got you quoting all this stuff that you think I want to hear. No, grill me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Tell me I'm not ready. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I, I wasn't. Right. And we, we had to have that conversation or whatever. Um, but by the grace of God, like literally, um, we, we, we started growing and it got to this point where like, you know, as, as I healed, I want to help somebody else heal. Mm-hmm. You know, and oftentimes even our kids, they grow up in these damaged homes. They're not yeah. damaged, but they're products of damage. Yeah. Mm. You know, and I didn't want that for right. my children. So, you know, thanks be unto God. Thanks be unto God. That's what happens when you have preachers. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't trying to preach, I promise. No, I mean, you can't really help preach, but you helping somebody. Yeah, I mean, because we, these are conversations that we're literally having, like, every day now like especially with our age group everybody's in different states Mm -hmm. of their lives and Mm -hmm. we literally were having this conversation like me and my boyfriend i was like when we get to that point Mm -hmm. i said first of all it's never too early in my opinion to even dig into that stuff i said but i don't want to go to no surface level counseling session we need to dig with stuff that we have individually that's going to go or add to our collective that we know is going to come up later because i'm not trying to be at the beginning like oh we good we about to like my mom always said don't prepare for the wedding day prepare for the marriage hello so i'm like we got to we got to deal we got to deal with some stuff that's wisdom i refuse to get afterwards and giving stuff is going to come up but i don't want to be completely caught off guard like are we in in a fantasy land and the next you know it's like ooh, separation like right Right. (laughs) no that's for real because uh It'll be six months in November. Woo! Come on, six months. Woo! That's it. Jesus, it feels. What you mean so that's it? Because it just oh feels like no, no, it, it just tore does. It no, no, like, no, like seriously, like seriously, no. I'll be honest. It does feel longer <laughs> it do feel like y'all than six forever. months. But um, I would say within these, you know, couple months of being married, boy. <laughs> Boy, uh, yeah, that's my wife in the background. Um, it has been a a challenge because I just realized, like, I'm stubborn, <laughs> extremely stubborn. You just realized? No, like, seriously. Wow. Oh, I can't wait. Therapy. You can't wait for. I want us to have this conversation again after Mike. Do whatever he no like like legit. You see how how he's discreet with it. (laughs) (laughs) No seriously, like I'm I'm extremely stubborn, and I didn't realize how stubborn I was until I got married. Wow. There you go. That 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 outside person looking in, like. No, like tell you some coordinator man. That offensive coordinator. I'm stubborn, like to the point where. She could ask me to do something, and I'm like, why? Oh, child. <laughs> oh, see, for, I'm for, terrified of that part. <laughs> for, for what? So let me ask, can I ask you a question? Go then? ahead. So was it her that pointed out that you were stubborn, or was it like a self-realization? It was just a self-realization for me. Because I just realized, like, man, I'm stubborn, and I'm extremely petty. But you know what's crazy? <laughs> it was her words who actually said, when you're with someone, it'll cause you, being with someone is like a mirror. It'll cause you to see what's on the inside of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> no, like, seriously. Because now, now that you say it, said that, mm-hmm. 
it's like, dang, that is true. And I'm stubborn and I'm extremely petty. <laughs> and it's like I always try to prove a point. Mm. I say it like this. When you, when you have two bricks and you start rubbing two bricks together, certain things fall off the brick because the friction that rubs off against each other, it makes each other brick. It makes it collapse. So, like, in a marriage or in a relationship, and I'm not married, but I've, I've you had. You know. It's good. It's okay. It's good. Thank you. I need, I need someone that's been married 10 it. years to help Wisdom. me out with this. Wowzers. But <laughs> <laughs> it's coming up. But, <laughs> Jesus. But um, when you're with someone, it's just that friction, and it, it causes you to have conflict, healthy conflict, because there is healthy conflict for you to realize some things that you just never realized about yourself. Yeah. I'm and I can honestly say I am terrified of that moment. And you have to be careful because you will create a reflection of you in your mate. Mm. Mm. You have to be careful about that. Even now, like my wife is me and I'm her to some degree because we we we've uh, been able to have these uh, what we learned in 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 uh, graduate school difficult conversations, <laughs> you know, I, we used to run away from them because you know it those are scary moments. But difficult com- conversations is actually what grooms us for the rest of our marriage. If but if we never talk about it, we never if we never speak on it, then we never actually deal with um, whatever situation. And then again, like whether positive or negative, you literally create. A mirror of yourself, and I'd be like, "Dang, that's me." Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and <laughs> like, I'd be like, "You know, I-, I want you to stop being like me. Be with me. Just don't be <laughs> like me." You know, but that's kind of hard to say because I mean, this is a for life thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, God, and yeah. stuff is that 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 friction, however it is, that rubbing something is going to eventually rub off, and prayerfully and hopefully, it's something that you want to see reflected of you definitely. which definitely is why we put so much emphasis on pre- premarital counseling oh my goodness that is why and 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 what what's the <laughs> a during marital counseling because you know we got pre and post but we do we're not trying to get to post mm. right you know what i'm saying we're trying to stay away from post marital you know it's okay don't wait for issues to come up to say hey that's going to get another perspective. Right. Right. You know, right. even if it's just conversation. I like that. Thank you, Mama. I like that. I like this that was not the direction we thought we were taking. No, at all. No, for but real. But I feel like this may be very necessary at this time <laughs> no. for us to have flowed this way. Facts. Y'all, can I say this for real? Go Listen, there are so many marriages on the rocks. Hopefully y'all are hearing me and like just being honest about where you are. Like, but I've 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 been hearing so many things, seeing so many different things and everything like that. So many marriages are on the rocks because because we just doing church. Mm. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. we ain't getting no type of other help. Right. Jesus is in the help. Right. Sometimes he's not in the church. Mm. Nope. Can we be honest about that? that is Jesus true. is in the help. Sometimes he's not in the church. Mm. We exclude him. If 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 in fact he's not the author of confusion, why do we live in it? Oh, he gonna make us flip these chairs Because we here. put ourselves in. Lord, 
Okay. All right. Pastor. Ooh, Pastor. Just saying, we we got we got to do better. That that's all I, it boils down to. We have to do better. I don't Ooh. listen. I don't know how you come back after. <laughs> don't nobody want to touch it. We all like. <laughs> I don't know how you come back after man. that. So, man. Uh, okay. <laughs> that that just messed that just messed me up. Um, I'm gonna have to tweet that. Um, Can you write that down for us, please? Babe, okay. you got that? <laughs> you got that quote? We're going to have to go back and listen ourselves. <laughs> no. Oh, uh, man. Oh, my God. Um, help me. Um, <laughs> Kirsten, get the vegetable oil. <laughs> uh, so, okay. You're married. You're a pastor. And you are a counselor. Mm-hmm. How do you separate? So what's so amazing? She doesn't. Mm. Now, um, the beauty, and I, I had to learn this early, been pastoring almost four years now, and but I had to learn early that my family is my first ministry. I learned that mm. before I ever started leading somebody else. Do you not know the church I'm at is not the first church that I probably ca- could have received but I didn't go after it because when I thought about going after a church, God told me if you do that, because of where you are in your marriage, not only will your marriage fail, but so will your ministry. Mm. Oh, wow. My wife is a very intricate part of my ministry. I don't have anything without her. Mm. That is not to say that, that, that my ministry is built on her. But even when, even when we look Scripturally, Ephesians 5 is always talking about, you know, husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church, all that other great stuff, right? We have to be good with each other before I can be good with the people mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And I, I really think in, in this generation, we, we, we look at ministry as pulpit and that's it. No. They talk about the bed being undefiled. Oh, y'all just thinking sexually. No, 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 no. Maybe, just maybe, because you spend more time with the people than you do your woman, that's why you got problems. Mm. Have mercy, Lord. Mm. All right. Mm. <laughs> I mean, but it, it, don't that make sense, though? It made sense. You, you was walking heavy, dog. You know, we got we got to be clear. And so I learned how, here, here it is, clinically, you have to set boundaries. Because yeah. if you don't, because they they don't have none. Let's just be honest. The yeah. people don't have it. And so if you don't set them for yourself, hey, you know, I, I think that that sets a course for danger and mm. destruction. Mm. I think right, boundaries right. was probably the very first thing that I went to in therapy. Mm-hmm. Because mm. I was just telling her everything that I was going through. And she was like, oh, well, you have a boundary issue. Mm-hmm. And even though this was a conversation that I had in my relationship, he was like, you give so much to other people, yes. mm. but you're not giving to yourself. A pastor said this, the giver has to watch how much they give because takers don't watch how much they take. Mm. Mm. I'm going back to listen to this just for the notes. Man, we we, we have to watch how stuff. much we give because takers do not care how much they take. And so, again, if you don't set them, they won't ever have them and watch your life fall. You just nasty, brother. You just dropping nasty <laughs> bars, man. Just 
Disgusting. <laughs> My God. She's trying to live for Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 you got you got a question to ask? I'm just well, my mind is just blown. Cause well, I ain't even yeah, gonna hold it you up. Man. <laughs> I don't know what to say. He he's just he just been dropping gems and that's that's him, brother. That Okay, so if you had to <laughs> Man, <laughs> let's let's if you had to really sum up, really if you had to sum up the importance of seeking an alternative perspective, as in therapy, to someone, how would you sum that up so that they get why it's so important for us to seek this path if need be? Go. <laughs> <laughs> what was the beginning of that? What was the beginning of that question? Is it not, what was the beginning if of If you question? can sum up why it's important to be in therapy, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's not even sure. What would, you, what would you say? And are these people, are we talking to people in church or just people in general? People in general. Shoot, probably both. Both. Because. How would you sum that up? How, how important is therapy? It's essential. We talk about what's essential in this pandemic. It's essential. Um, it's essential because of the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> well, the pandemic, especially right. with everything going on now. Lord, see, I'm stuck on that setting boundaries thing. I'm trying to get off of that. But um, I will say that. So you see so many people struggling and suffering from stress disorders, anxiety disorders. Most of the time, seven times out of ten, it's because the foundation of that disorder is a lack of setting boundaries. So sometimes yeah. you will not know how to set boundaries unless you got that offensive coordinator or someone mm-hmm. outside of you to tell you you need to set boundaries. Right. And many times, because we're some of us are nurturers or natural givers, mm-hmm. it is hard for us to yeah. set boundaries because we're so used to giving of ourselves. Mm. So it takes for someone outside of ourselves to say, listen, these are certain things that you should do mm-hmm. to help you set boundaries. You're not probably going to get it in the first session or the second session, but it's it's a continuous, constant, consistent habit Absolutely. that you have to make in order to better yourself. So, yeah, right. to sum it up, uh, therapy is essential for everyone, mm-hmm. for everyone. And it doesn't necessarily have to be one-on-one therapy, as I said earlier. There can be all kinds of therapy that you can engage in. Some people go to the gym. Some people go to yoga. Some people go uh, And yoga is not of the devil. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank you. I thought I'd put that out there. <laughs> I, and we have different treatment plans for different people. And, you, and some people just really miss out on some very good resources because therapy isn't for me or because I don't need therapy because – um, what good is it going to do kind of thing. And I think that for some people who have that mentality, no no shade to you, Don, uh, I think for some people that have that mentality, they just really miss out on good equipment uh, mm-hmm. that they can use for their life, not only for themselves, but for the people connected to them. Absolutely. And I think right. that's another important thing, that therapy isn't just for you. Now, we, we center it t- towards the client, <laughs> but having therapy has an effect on your surroundings and your family and your friends and your peers and your church. I could really, you know, I could go all day with the culture change Mm -hmm. that has happened 
in my particular church mm -hmm. because now more people are open to receiving assistance with their mental health. Okay. They may not have a mental disorder, but it's just they've been through certain traumas and that they never had a chance or never thought it was important enough to deal with. And now because they have a counselor in the church that says, you know, you don't just have to read the Bible to get answers. We can actually uh, come up with tangible right. resources to help you um, live and kind of overcome these traumas that's been burdening you your whole life. Right. And, and that is essential. So so can I, can I when, when we talk about the church, right? Mm -hmm. um, therapy, again, I, I continue to say this because it's just the truth. Thera therapy does not miss or dismiss the Trinity. Get that TNT. Therapy does not dismiss <laughs> the Trinity. Counseling does not excuse Christ. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, and and um, I, I I believe if you handle the Scripture right, the Scripture is probably the greatest, if not the greatest, treatment plan there is. Mm. If we can properly execute. Mm -hmm. So here it is. Last one of the day. Proverbs 29. I mean, excuse me. Proverbs 19, 20, and 21 says. Listen to advice and accept instruction that you may gain wisdom in the future. Many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. So many of us got so much up here in the, in the head, in the right. mind, right. and, and we, we have so many goals and aspirations. Oftentimes, counseling and therapy, here here's a more positive spin to it knows how to help us navigate those right. plans. Right. Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, let's, ju let's just be honest, if God didn't give it, your plans won't work no way. Right. right. But God is also not aloof. Mm -hmm. And so therapy, counseling, gives strategy and allows you to have order to what you give. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I, I just believe we, we just got to be careful. Uh, Don't, don't, don't. Don't exclude the Holy Ghost, but we don't. We we have to stop having lofty language and and living low lives. Mm. Okay, and uh, I I just believe that you know, get you a good therapist. I know. I mean, somebody. I think if, if maybe maybe you know, get that thirty minute to an hour free consultation or whatever. And if they not for you, go mm -hmm. to somebody else. But you know, don't don't dismiss it because you you may not you may not feel like um how can I put it like like this is it or something like that. Oh well, I, I went to one. I tried one. one size fits that's all that's it. Yeah. This is not that deal. It isn't. There's always somebody for you. You just got to put some work in it yourself. And we have those thirty minute, forty five minute counseling. Plug person. boy, plug. I have to. I'm gonna end on that. So, like, we have that first session is free, 30, 45 mm -hmm. minutes to see if we're a good fit. Because we, if we don't see any correlation, any chemistry there, mm -hmm. or if we see that you just completely blocked us out and you're only here because, right. uh, you know, we may not be a good fit. Mm -hmm. And if you try to force something that's not a good fit, you're going to do more harm than good. Yeah. And, and we really just want to put emphasis on uh, being whole again. And I haven't said that all night, but like we want to give you uh, tools to be whole, uh, not to make you whole, but to give you tools so you can learn how to be whole. Mm -hmm. So many of us are living our lives in in pieces, 
You know, so many of us are walking around like broken pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, our trauma has broken us. Our, you know, our self-oppression has broken us. Our, uh, our mindsets have broken us. And when we have relationships, we can be in relationships broken. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes we depend on other people to try to make us feel whole again, but other people cannot make you feel whole again unless you have to put the work in to make yourself whole. Right. And that's what we as therapists try to do. We give you certain mechanisms, uh, certain methods to use so you can exercise and operate holistically again. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily wholly, but holistically. Right. Or both. Or both. Right. Can I tell you? Go ahead. Go ahead. So I'm not just a marriage therapist here, right? But I'm, <laughs> That's I'm, I'm big. Know. I'm big on 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 freedom in marriage and all that great stuff. But for those of, of you who are as aspiring for it, you you want to be whole before I do. Yes. Right. Mm. You know, and that mm-hmm. that's what premarital is all about, helping to be whole before you say I do. I do does not make anybody do anything. Right. <laughs> you know, it, it, it doesn't it doesn't give anybody any fuel to act any different mm-hmm. than what they've already presented. You mm. know, um, but we, we have to stop getting into these these marriages um, and, and talking about, you know, and it, it sounds cute, but but my wife don't make me whole. Mm-hmm. I, I was, I, you know, I had a little bit of that before I got to you. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you you compliment who I am. Right. But but you know, mm-hmm. God God make me whole. They right. got that there preacher. You go. There you go. God, God make me whole, you know. But no, on a real real tip, you know, you put so much control and you put too much expectation mm. in an individual who never asks for it anyway. Mm. Wow. That's good. And so now we're in a battle. Because you're making me out to be somebody that I was never created to be. Right. Putting a person on a Ooh. pedestal that you created yourself. Come on. Ooh. You know. Your expect don't fault me for expectations that you have, number one, that you ain't never said. Mm. And then number two, that you don't even live up to yourself. Ooh. They all up in our conversations. <laughs> Man. And the church said. Amen. Amen. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Man, I'm so I think this. it is important because they done got some golden nuggets here that Facts. y'all got to plug y'all contact information if they need to get what they need. www.dmtherapy.org. Yes. And you can like us on Facebook at Divine Mind Counseling Service at LLC. Okay, what about your personal... You need my phone number? No. <laughs> okay. Like okay. social media. Social media. You can find me uh, on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Jason M. Mosley. That's Mosley with two E's and not one. Thank you so very much. And on Twitter, uh, I don't even uh, know that tag. At Jason M. Mosley. There, there you go. There you go. I'm going to have to get like divine counsel. But at right. divine counsel. Well, we have an Instagram. So Insta? Should, we do have an Instagram. I'm D- good. Divine Mind underscore therapy. Come on. I'm working on a Twitter. But if you want to personally reach me, you can reach me at uh, brother underscore therapy. Brother therapy. Wait, we talking about therapy, right? Yeah. Okay. What the hell you know, If about? you want to reach me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs>
This ain't Keith Sweat. <laughs> if you guys have any golden pieces of nuggets or any closing remarks that you want to leave the people with. Yes. Regarding think, therapy or I mental think health. Jason said enough. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Okay. But, okay. but we uh we can close out with either or. <laughs> I can't live up to your verbal. Hey, no, you're the CEO. Let's go. Yeah, of the business. Go, but you're the, <laughs> I'm the president, though. I said, I'm the CEO of the business. I do the business. Got you. I just want to say that we do appreciate you guys giving no, us this no opportunity. Doubt. No, thank honestly, you, we thank you. I feel so honored. So much so until, like, Here we go. I, no, for real. I don't have no, like, major nothing. It's just, like, for me, this is, like, prophecy fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Um, even time if I was well just got it but you know it's prophesied to me that one day you're gonna be you know doing a radio thing but you know the podcast wasn't really flowing back then <laughs> nah we ain't even that old but you see how time changed that bad you know what I'm saying but like this for me this is prophecy fulfilled and uh, I'm just grateful for the night I appreciate y'all for man we glad you guys accepted our invite Yes, we were very excited to be able to reach out to you guys. We actually waited until we did a few sessions first. Because yes, gotcha. when we first created it, we like, so when we want to get them on? <laughs> <laughs> no, that for real. So, y'all got my adrenaline no, rope. He burning at the jeeps. <laughs> man. I feel so Any good. Any lighter, Doc. I feel it in my Rudolph, in my Rudolph. <laughs> Christmas coming early. Early. So, <laughs> literally. What we like to do in our closeout. We just like to just share one moment or anything with a, uh, our listeners who may be listening on this particular episode about their mental health. Why is it important? So you, if you guys could just close it out. I think the title does this whole thing justice, to be honest with you. You can be a Christian and a therapist. Um, don't be ashamed. Don't be, uh, don't feel lesser than, don't feel undervalued, or don't feel like that you lack value or worth because you might be struggling or uh, suffering from a mental illness or mental disorder. Your mental health matters, and you have people who do care uh, to be there for you and to walk with you on your journey to being whole again. Uh, all you have to do is reach out. That's all you have to do. Once you reach out, I guarantee you that there will be someone to reach back out to hold your hand and to walk through, walk with you through your journey in your mental health and mental wellness. One doesn't cancel out the other. I love God. I love his darling son. And he loves me enough get right in every area and aspect of of my life and I believe of your life as well um, find somebody uh, Google works mm-hmm. y'all know we ask Facebook for everything so mm-hmm. hey hey guys anybody got a spoon you know <laughs> y'all, y'all didn't see that me before <laughs> but no start asking about some therapy you know some, some counseling uh, something that will bring stability to your life that will work along with your Bible class and your Sunday school and your, you know, all that great stuff. And uh, watch how how whole you come out. 
Does it bother you that something before I close it out? No, I don't. (laughs) These uh, brothers have said enough. They said a lot. Um, Definitely changed my perspective on therapy. Amen. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) I saw that side of Lord of Mercy. (laughs) Man, my wife over there going crazy. Celebrating. Um, (laughs) Y'all not going. An intense conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no, not not anymore. Not anymore. No, like for real. You guys definitely changed my my perspective and my outlook on therapy. Um, I'm glad you guys came. I'm glad. Um, for the invitation. Definitely is going to be more episodes that you guys are going to yeah. be on for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. But this I gotta give a shout out to my you know lovely co-host because, like I said, this podcast, this podcast. I know I gotta stop doing that. Um. Wouldn't be what it is without her. That's what's up. Thank you, brother. You know that Lady T? <laughs> Shout out to Lady T. No, for real. Thank because you. just like when she told me she was going to therapy, and I was like, man, this is this should be something different. Mm-hmm. Mm. So we created this podcast. This is dope. So wonderful vision. I'm gonna let Sister Mookie close us out. All right, All right so I'm gonna give our little closing remarks. Um, I think from my standpoint, I would just say. Do not allow yourself to drown in your thoughts or circumstances. If you have the chance, reach out before it gets too far. You It never gets too far where you can't ask for help, but why not seek it early on? Uh, so we will definitely connect all of their information on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um, so make sure you follow our page um, on Facebook, The Relief. Um, if you have any other questions or concerns or just need us to connect you, um, you can reach out to our email, therelief.411 at gmail.com. And thank you so much for joining us today where we are here to help you talk about it, release it, heal from it, and be free from it. Yes.